Hello and welcome to The Hack Report. I'm Catherine Purvis. In this edition of the podcast, we're talking about how to get started in political journalism. Later, we'll look to Australia and talk about broadcasting, as Rachel Worsley shares her recent interning experience at the government-funded Australian Broadcasting Corporation. But first, our reporter Lola Lawal talks to Sunder Katwala. He's currently the director of think tank British Future and writes opinion pieces for The Guardian and The New Statesman. Lola spoke to Sunder about the things to consider when trying to start out as a political journalist. Would you say it's harder to be um, a journalist that focuses on politics? I think I think it's it's tricky to get into journalism. Uh, it's tricky to get into journalism in in general, but it helps to have an appetite and interest and a passion for the subject that you're interested in. So if you're mm. if you're massively interested in film or food or sport or you know fashion or whatever, then that that will that will be the thing. I think the thing about sort of uh, maybe political journalism in terms of commentaries and op-eds or, you know, reporting out of 10 Downing Street or whatever. Obviously, there's a very small number of those kinds of roles compared to people involved in a much broader range of of issues. But there's politics at lots of different levels in this country. There's a lot of politics in, in local reporting, but you wouldn't then get to specialise on it, but you'd get to cover a lot of politics in a local role. So I think I think the only reason it's tricky is just that at the very sort of top end, there, aren't, there isn't enormous call for sort of thousands and thousands of political journalists but um, there's a lot of politics in what people are doing when they report on issues of consumer issues environment other things as well which are probably other other routes towards it and you um, you write articles for publications like the New Statesman which in your writing you're quite um, you're quite opinionated you have a strong opinion on things would you say for someone starting out in political writing that they should be um, less biased or would you say start off by showing your opinions I think it depends what you want to do and it depends what sorts of things interest you because if you want to be if you want to be a reporter then it's about showing that you've got good reporting skills that you can turn your hand to reporting on any topic that you can do it concisely and you can do it in a very objective way if you want to be known for your opinions then you need to show that you've got opinions and you know I mean there, there are ways to get involved by you know uh, getting involved with organizations themselves trying to get your foot in the door and all of that I mean obviously with the uh, advent of social media the internet and so on people people can create their own platform uh, you know as long as they've got something to say that people want to listen to so I think if you've got a voice that you want people to hear then find a way of doing that but that might not be lead you to a kind of you know very very straight reporting role so I think I think it's very much about the individual and also about the type of thing that they want to do but I think I think I would discourage people from sort of, you know, clipping their wings too much uh, mm. in terms of, uh, you know, just because they might want, a, you know, to try a different type of role in the future. That was Sunder Katwala there giving his tips on becoming a political journalist. And now for a hack report, the section of the podcast where our international community of hacks talk about an issue relating to practising journalism where they are. Working in 24-hour news can be equally exciting and exhausting at the same time. Our Australian wannabe hack, Rachel Worsley, talks about her recent work experience at Australia's ABC News 24. In 24-hour news, there's always the issue of trying to fill the tide with meaningful content. Every morning at 9am, there is an editorial meeting with the producers and a shift supervisor. Sometimes the stories get allocated, but most of the time each producer pitches in with an idea. 
Every morning, there are usually a whole heap of newspapers that everyone ends up reading to find out story ideas or to follow up on certain ongoing topics. As a producer in News24, my job was to set up interviews for the presenter. That meant calling the potential interviewee, arranging for them to come into the studio, and briefing the presenter on their background and potential questions that they could ask. It was the kind of experience that made me realise how much work producers do behind the scenes for the journalists that we see on our television screen every day. When I was interning, the big story of the week was the International Fleet Review, which celebrated 100 years since the Royal Australian Navy was formed. I was sent out with a reporter from ABC News 24 as a stand-in producer because there was a shortage of producers on the day that could go out. Basically, my role involved me coordinating directions to the naval base, arranging for the interviewees to meet us at the place, and helping the camera person with equipment. But because this is made for 24-hour news, the eventual package was made to slot into the rolling coverage of the International Fleet Review, rather than put into a 30-minute bulletin. But most of the time, as a producer in News24, I'm usually stuck behind the scenes, preparing guests to come into the studio. At ABC News 24, there's a news update at least every 15 to 30 minutes, based on the premise that people would only tune into the channel for a short amount of time. When News 24 exhausts its news bulletins, that's where the gap is filled with press conferences from various personalities around Australia, all preparing interviews with important people on topical news. It's quite easy to forget that there's more to jobs than just being a journalist on the front line. The producers do a massive bulk of the work, which ensures that what goes to air is accurate, timely and engaging for the audience. I advise anyone who wants to get into 24-hour news to cold call and email the relevant personnel in charge of any 24-hour news channel. And just go for it. Ask for a placement. It's definitely a valuable experience that I would never forget. Rachel Worsley there, talking about her recent experience interning at Australia Broadcasting Corporation's 24-hour news channel. Now here's Adam with the news. Tony Blair and Bill Gates will be the first contributors to Arianna Huffington's latest news site, The World Post. Huffington announced plans to launch a comments and news website with investor Nicholas Bergruen on Wednesday. The World Post will officially go live at the World Economic Forum in Switzerland later this month. The Chinese Foreign Ministry has dismissed claims of blocking the Guardian website. This comes after censorship website GreatFire.org say they were unable to access the website across Beijing on Tuesday. A spokesperson for The Guardian says they are currently investigating the claims. The Liverpool Echo will launch a new Sunday edition on the 19th of January. The announcement comes after the closure of the Liverpool Post last year. Editor Ali McRae says he's determined to give the public a Sunday Echo they can savour. The Scottish Government says press regulation under the UK's Royal Charter will continue in the event of Scottish independence. Media publication The Drum reports that a spokesperson for the government has confirmed the charter will apply to all Scottish titles. And finally, Radio 4 was forced to apologise to listeners on Saturday after losing the news bulletin for the 6 o'clock news. After several false starts, trails and ad-libbing from presenter Arlene Phillips, the news was finally broadcast 10 minutes later than scheduled. That's your Wannabe Hacks News, I'm Adam Shukai. That's all from this edition of The Hack Report. Do let us know what you think, either in the comments section below or you can tweet us at wannabehacks. I'm Catherine Purvis and you've been listening to The Hack Report.